Love Cosio is the founder of FB Community, author, host of Love Talks, and empowered mom. Whether she is on the go or spending time with her family, she gives everything, she does her all, and that is what makes her the inspiring individual that she is today. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of In Love With Me where we feature inspiring individuals who will share their amazing stories. I am your host, Mafe Yunan Velasco, and for this series, our topic is Finding Your Why. For this episode, we have an empowered woman, an author, a mom, host of Love Talks, and also an inspiring speaker to motivate us to take action. So without further ado, let me welcome the beautiful and amazing Love Cosio. Hi, Love. Hi, Mate. Thank you very much for that wonderful introduction. Made me tear up as well. Thank you for making me so love today. <laughs> it's my little surprise for my my guests. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that the intro makes you smile even before you come on to share your inspiring life journey because I know that you will have a lot to share. And I have to firstly thank you for inviting me in your show, Love Talks. If you guys missed that episode, please go to uh, Love's Instagram page. It's on her IGTV um, platform. And we had... Uh, such an amazing conversation. That's why I wanted to continue that because it was within, <laughs> meaning it was not, um, you know, it wasn't enough. So um, love for everyone out there. Of course, I know, um, you know, a little bit of your background, but maybe you can share on how you are that empowered and inspiring woman that you are today. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for that. I'm a wife and a mother of a 17-month-old daughter. Um, I'm also a corporate speaker and a co-author of a book for married couples, Love Connect the Couples Language to a Happy Marriage. And in 2017, Mafe, Juice, and I, my husband, started an FB community called The Post Show. That's where we create video contents for all the married couples, especially the Filipinos here and in different parts of the world. So, yeah, that's the thing that we, we started doing along with serving in the ministry. And just recently, I started an IG live series. I actually didn't know why I did that, <laughs> but I just mm -hmm. felt that God was calling me to do something out of my boredom during this lockdown. And so I started the IG live series featuring women like this, like the platform that you just started. And so thank you so much for saying yes to that. So basically, that's something that, that keeps me going, that keeps me so inspired every day to empower women like us. Amazing, and I, I agree with you. You know, I, I do feel as though that God really speaks through, um, you know, things or life uh, challenges to make us, uh, you know, be the, the, the strong pillar for others, right? So before, um, now that I know that you help, mar you know, uh, couples or husband and wives to make sure that their marriages um, really bloom, before you were married, how were you as a woman? How is that story before you found your soulmate? Oh, wow. I never had a friend 
before Drew. So I don't know if, if the viewers can relate. No boyfriend since birth. And so um, I grew up very dependent to my parents and to my family because I'm the youngest of four. And so I think most of my decisions were really dependent on what my parents would say, what my siblings would say. And so I took up a course that I really love. It's, it's mass communication, minor in broadcast journalism. And then I graduated with fine colors. I went up to the, uh, one of the major networks here in the Philippines. And then my mom asked me to resign, all because I was earning just, I think, 8,000 pesos per month. <laughs> and so at that time, she said, okay, just resign because I think it's too much for you commuting from Santa Rosa to Pamunin. And so I, I, of course, I followed my mom, the pigeon daughter that I was. And so back then, I was really focused on studying and then working and serving in the ministry. And it's in the ministry that I met Drews. So the, the moment that I met him, it was really a crush at first sight. So um, I began serving in the youth ministry mapping because of Drews. I felt like, oh, Lord, sana ito na. Sana it could be a chance for me to get to know someone who serves you, who loves you and respects his, his parents. And so I think basically I really found my, my singlehood boring because it was really routinary but it's in the routinary life that i have then i discovered that it was really god putting me in the life that he wants me to have like a, a simple one something that's pleasing him and you know, before i got married i just really loved discovering more about myself but it was really a struggle for me as well because I want to do something, but I was too conscious of what people will say. I was too conscious about what my parents will say. And so the insecurities as a woman really kept in for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And speaking about that insecurities, you know, um, thank you for being honest and, and sharing with everyone that you're only a human. And there are times that we have uh, the off days, especially as women. So. How did you overcome those insecurities? I mean, the, the story that you just shared. And then as, as a woman, when you do have an off day, how do you pick yourself back up? It was a different a version of insecurity when I was still single and then a different insecurity when I got married. So when I was single, um, I was very insecure of people, especially women who were thriving in their career because after leaving the media, I had to apply in an international bank and stay there for eight years. So I was living a life that is really totally different from what I dreamed of. But I thrived in that area all because I was so competitive. So on days that I would really feel that, Lord, I feel like I really don't belong here, handling operations, handling money. But then I felt like I needed to be faithful. So in times that I was crying because I wanted my way out, I just remained faithful throughout my insecurities. I felt like there are days I would just really look at the brighter side of things. And then Matthew, when I got married, it was really totally different kind of insecurities. You having six kids <laughs> for four and a half years to have the blessing of a child. And so just imagine as, as a woman, mm. you thought that when you get married and if you're so in love with kids just like you i know that you're, you're really in love with, with kids and that's also what i dreamed of after i got married i thought hey, because i kept myself pure i really obeyed god but then no after six months what we experienced was a sickness of my mother-in-law so just imagine the, the 
the, the challenges that we had to, to face. And so waiting season for four and a half years really magnified my insecurities. Every time I see a pregnant woman mm-hmm. getting pregnant one year after another, it just really magnified, Lord, when will it be? So I don't know if the women who will be able to watch this can also relate that mm-hmm. the insecurities that we have within us can really be magnified when we go out and compare ourselves with others in the journey. Yes, I, I agree with that. And, you know, um, thank you for, for seeing my love for my children because I feel as though they are blessings to me. And like I shared with you, you know, everybody has a different life story or a journey. And for you to share that with me, um, it, it's it's really, uh, you know, taking your guard down and just wanting to inspire other women who may be going through the same situation. Um, just to uh, go back to our conversation also when I was on your on your show is that I never actually um, thought that it was God's plan for me to become an instant mom without having to give birth. And that was, you know, that's something unique also, but I embrace it so much because um, like you're sharing, it is tough. There are women out there that are having, um, you know, insecurities and challenges of not even having uh, a chance to have one child. And so for all the moms out there who are struggling right now, um, most especially during this lockdown and everybody has, um, you know, transferred the online learning, be patient because, you know, your blessings who are um, keeping you on your toes have also a limited time in your in your house. Right. Um, You just never know. All of a sudden from giving birth to them, they're five years old. Um, 15 and then all of a sudden going to college and it's just like oh when did the time go so I just wanted to share that because you know love was very honest about what uh, her story was and so speaking of that now that you have your beautiful blessing how is it being a mom wow I really (laughs) this is the greatest miracle that I've experienced for the longest time so yesterday I shared this on my Instagram stories that it was yesterday, two years ago, October 8, 2018, when I found out that, that I was expecting a child, that I was pregnant. And I could just imagine, because for the longest time, if you are a mom watching that this online series with Mafe, that you experience taking pregnancy tests months or after long months and then finding one stripe instead of two, I experienced that. And so... When, when Drews asked me, yeah, let's have this pregnancy test already because I had my monthly period and then after that, nawala siya. So it, it was a different uh, term now for, for the doctors. And so when I found that I was pregnant, I was really crying. And I really had to ask him to buy a new kit just to make sure that it's really for real. And so fast forward now, um, every time I see Anya, it just really amazed me on how she's grown to be a very, very happy child every time people see see her online they would always say she's such a happy baby and yes she is she's really a happy baby and we're always grateful for for this blessing that god has entrusted us we know Mm -hmm. that we don't own her but we're just so humble that god finally in his perfect time met the grace that we are praying for so it's kind of a bit challenging now because we had to be put the business we had to, to so, um, handle ministry as well, but every day is a blessing with Anne. 
Mm -hmm. And it, it is true, you know, the kids are your inspiration, right? And I, I feel as though that's where you find strength, especially now. So, of course, God was introduced to you at an early age. And how important is that um, leading up to, you know, your life now as a, as a wife, as a mom, and, you know, just being an inspiration to other women? Yes, um, I started serving actually in college, unlike Drew. Drew started serving when he was just, I think, 13 years old. And can you just imagine growing up in a community? But I think now that I'm a mother, I would always strive to get to know God more because I want Anna to grow up knowing that she's loved, that she has a God that she can turn to. Even at times that I would fail her, even at times that we as parents can fail her or the people she loves can fail her but there is god who can really wipe her tears and just really know that she has assured that she is loved and so i think that's the beauty of, of serving god in what ways we can you don't have to be a leader in the ministry to really pour out your relationship with them and so i think in all ways that we can we can have that deep and intimate relationship with god and i think I'm reaping the harvest of serving him. I'm reaping the harvest of getting to know him more and more because I can apply the gentle parenting to Anya when at times I lose my patience, when at times I was really up because I had so many things to do. And it really humbles me and mm -hmm. reminds me I have to slow down and prioritize the things that are really the top of priority. I think you can relate because having six kids ma, diba? just imagine how you can how you can do all these things yes and it is a tough um job <laughs> you know <laughs> having to deal with different personalities i mean that's one thing that i always teach my kids that um even owning your own business you know you have to really be a great uh, leader um because whatever you uh, i guess the tone that you set identifies what the the day will be how people will react so being a mom you know they're, they're watching non-stop so whatever you do it's like a domino effect right yeah. so you have to always make sure that you are okay first and foremost and then you know be honest i think that's one thing that i appreciate um with my husband is that we have the same values which is you know we communicate um what is real, uh, what the real reality is um, in the world. But of course, you know, we uh, keep it, I guess, PG to the age group until they are um, allowed to really understand the certain situation. So uh, for you, um, having a daughter, I mean, uh, I have one also, and it's different. You know, now I know what my mom used to tell me. Wait till you become a mom, and then you will understand my my shoes. So, you know what what would be the advice that you want to give her, and it could be also an advice to your younger self on how to, I guess, have a comfortable and happy life. I always see in Anya that she's very confident. Like she would run, she would she would not be so afraid to, to try out so many things. Because when I was young. I would be very, very scared of my mom because I think the way she parented me is totally different from what how I want to parent Anne as well. But I really honor my mom for, for doing everything for us. For And so what I would want to tell Anne is that she can do the things that she wants to do for as long as it's pleasing God, for as long as she's not hurting other people. 
she can go and try out new things that will maximize her potential. Um, she doesn't have to be insecure. She doesn't have to be conscious of what other people will say of the things that she wants to do in her life. Um, she she can do limitless things because if I will also talk to my younger self, it's also the same thing that I would tell love. Let love don't be conscious of what other people will say because you are just limiting your your world to other people's world. And for as long as you are serving God's will, you are honoring your parents, but you are also following the path that you are meant to do. Just keep mm -hmm. on doing that. Because just imagine, Ma, before I was really, every time people would ask me, what's your passion? Because I felt like I was a loser. I felt like, why am I here? What's the purpose of me um, living my dream and pursuing another path? And now I can just imagine how God is smiling at me and saying, I just purified your dreams. I just, I just aligned you to, to the best way that you can serve God and serve other people through, through this, through not the ego type, but really serving others. And so, if you are watching right now and you feel that you have so much regrets in your younger life, it's never too late. Just like me, I'm 33 and I feel like I'm starting again in in, in the things that I love to do, even if I'm already a mom. Mm -hmm. You know, every day is a new beginning. It's another chance to be a better version for yourself, for others. And like uh, Love was saying, you know, we are serving God this way. This is the way that he spoke to us is by reaching out to everyone online, which is, uh, I think, is a, is really an advantage right now, considering everybody is using their gadgets or looking for positive content to make sure that they're okay. Um, so speaking yeah. of that love, you know, your husband and, and yourself uh, created your community. So what would be, I guess, the, the challenges of a husband and wife right now? And what advice would you give them? Right now, I guess not all couples are used to be spending time 24-7. Like they, they know they have their certain routine, like when they wake up, they'll go to their office or go to their business. But now it's really like the world slowed down for us to really discover ourselves and really curate what needs to be um, let go of or the things that we need to keep in our lives. And so for all the married couples, I think the challenge that we also can relate to in this time of pandemic is that communication is really the key. If you are hurt, if you are tired, if you feel like you want to be loved in a certain way, please communicate that to your spouse because your spouse cannot guess anything that you want to, to tell him or her or that you want him to, to expect from you. And so I feel that this is the best time for you to reconnect with your spouse. This is the best time for you to fix the things that you have been long been in denial or maybe you have been prolonging your agony to stop communicating or stop thinking or stop expressing yourself. This is the perfect time. You can I will always say this that if you are parents already, the best way that you can love your kids is to love your spouse. And I mean saying this in the concept of, of married couples because it will be a definitely a different scenario if it's a solo parent. And so if you're a husband and wife, you have to accept first that you are a married couple. You already started out as a family and whatever you have for each other will really overflow to your kids. And so please don't put the season to waste. Communicate, verbalize your emotions, 
look beyond the the, the, the weaknesses. I always say this, Matt. Um, we started this 70-25-5 rule of use in the, in the start of pandemic. So maybe it's something that can help Mary focus. 70% is to focus on the strengths of each other. So maybe for the longest time, we've been magnifying the weakness of their spouse, but it's the perfect time now to renew your vow and focus on the 70% of the strengths. 20%, um, we say this, do new things together. Like, I think if you've been married for 20, 30 years, it's getting too rutinary for you. You already know how to do the coffee of your spouse. You already know the scent that she wants. But doing things together, like watching movies or doing the dishes, cooking together, this was part of, again, the, the, and the connection between you and your spouse. And then, of course, 5%. In reality, we cannot avoid weaknesses. So if you will have to discuss the weakness of your spouse or you as well, just have it like 5%. And don't invert it. Like, do the 70% for the weakness and 5% for, for magnifying the, the strengths. Because that will be a total chaos for the married couple. So I think that can help because I also learned that during pandemic that I I have to magnify more the, the strengths of opportunity than this weakness. And it's also the same thing for me. I think we did discuss that, that you have to actually be open, right? Um, if you are open to um, being, not even criticized, it's like a, a, gr a growth conversation. Yeah. You have to what they uh, your your spouse um, wants to share with you because obviously they're being honest, and uh, I think that we they would be the best person to to help you with that. You know, um, knowing that you have been married for so many years or been with your your partner for quite some time that uh, you trust their judgment, and it's again it's only growing together. Um, I think I sh I, uh, I shared with you during our our interview. I learned from a pastor, a pastor friend of ours. They asked Nick and I, um, "What do you think is the key to marriage?" Right? And we're like, "Trust, um, love." And I'm like, "No, that's great answers." And I think they did a retreat. They do a retreat every year. Um, uh, they go, I think, to Hawaii or different places. So one week retreat. So what was taught with them was first is that you have your friendship has to always stay strong. You have to be friends first, right? And when you're with your friends, there's no um, there's no wall, right? You can say whatever. You can hang out. You can still get to know each other by asking questions or trying um, new things. The second one I always forget. I don't know why. But the third one, the final one, is that you have to have the same values. Do you agree true. with that? Yes, true. It's so true. And so it's something that you can talk to your kids. Right, exactly. So um, that's one thing that really stuck to both of us because uh, I think it's the same values, dreams, and goals. So you're, you're obviously we're meant to meet and be soulmates. And so with that said, God is allowing you to um, hold hands the whole way, you know, yeah. whatever it is, it's never turning your back on each other. It's okay. I agree with you, but then we can add on. It's always a yes. Yes. And right. It's never, no, I'm right. Or you're wrong kind of thing. Cause I think I, that's what you were sharing that um, 
there is also a certain language that you should understand from your partner, right? The love language. And yeah. speaking of love language, I love your name. So how did your mom come up with love? What is the back backstory of that? Um, I don't know. I mean, because I'm the youngest, so she just named me Love Lynn. Lynn, and the, my real name is Love Lynn. So Lynn, I think, came from my godmother. So she just mm. put them together, Love Lynn. But there's really a, a small story behind that. Um, my three siblings, well, um, all of them have two names. So growing up, I was really envious because my name is just Love Lynn. So I would just write my name in the school, Love Lynn Miranda. And I would always ask my mom, why did you name just Lovely? Why can't I have a second name? Because I already know what she said. But your name is beautiful because Lovely. So every time she calls me Love, Love. But when my mom is already angry, I know that I did something wrong. She would call me Lovely. So, I would say, oh, I think I did something wrong. I have to, to, to think again. So and all, every time people ask me, so what's your name? I just say Love. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anywho, you know, every time I, I say your name, it always gives me, you know, a spark of, you know, positivity and joy. And I feel uh, the love. And I'm sure that's the, the biggest reason why your mom called you um, love. Because now your husband is lucky. He just calls you love all the time. And it, it has two <laughs> meanings to it, right? And um, I'm sure your daughter will see that, how the positivity in your household is because of um, what your mom named you. I mean, to me, I think names are very special. And um, I know that maybe she really tried to find something beautiful considering that you're also the baby of the family. But um, moving forward, you know, our, our topic for today is finding your why. So can I ask you please, what is your why and what inspires you to keep pursuing it? Oh, wow, that's a beautiful question, Ma. And <laughs> for all of us, I think for the longest time, people will always ask, what is your why? And every time people ask me that, I will just say, I really don't know, but I just keep on undoing the things that I love to do. I think for the longest time, I was trying to please other people in everything that I do. Like if, if it's something that will bring glory to my family, if it's something that will bring, bring glory to the company that I am working for, but now I know that my biggest why is God. I don't know if it sounds too spiritual, but this pandemic really taught me that um, you don't keep everything in your life, but you just need to keep the things that are really essential in your life. So that's family, that's, that's my, my kids, that's, that's my, my ministry, that's also our business. And so my why would always be my purpose in life. And that's really to, to find God's life. So every time I do this for my husband, I would say, I would ask myself, does it bring life to my marriage? And if it's yes, I would do it. If it doesn't bring life to my marriage, I'd stop doing it. Or if people all say, they always say yes to, to so many things, I'd say no. I say no to a lot of things. But if it gives me life, if it brings more to other people, I would do it. But if it brings a service to myself, that it will not my insecurities, I, I'd stop and I say no. So mm -hmm. I think that the ultimate why right now is that I, I really want to, to shine God's light. But every time people will see me, they, they can say, I can do it as well because he's doing it. Amazing. 
without the feeling that I am inferior or superior of others. I think the usual that we tend to compare ourselves with other people, thinking that we are inferior or we are superior of others. And so looking within myself, that's something that I want to do. I will shine God's light without me comparing myself to others. Amazing. I love that. And I am sure that your mom is very proud of you, your your parents, you know. Um, We're watching that right now. <laughs> Thank you for watching, um, Tita. I hope that you're very proud of your daughter because uh, not only is she inspiring me, I'm sure she is inspiring. She is also inspiring everyone who's tuned in. And for everyone out there who is still wanting to know more about love and um, her communities, her her shows, and all the events that she has um, ongoing, please do follow her on her social media handles, which I will have here on the caption. And it's also... Um, here on the ticker uh, available for you to check it out. And you know, I'm sure Love is more than happy also to answer any of your questions or um, maybe you have um, advice that you would like to, to ask from her. And also Love, um, invite the audience on what you have going on and where they can find you. Yes, Vicky, thank you so much, Ma, for, for, for this opportunity, for, for sharing. Um, your mission with me and to all the women out there. Um, speaking of the retreat, Bruce and I have been helping married couples since 2017 and it gave birth to a book that's Love Connect a Couple's Language to a Happy Marriage. And just recently, we gave an online couples retreat to the couples in Qatar. And so after that much discernment, we, we felt that we are called to minister to more couples here in the Philippines and in different parts of the world because it's borderless already. So if you are looking for uh, an, an event, a retreat that will give you nourishment and fun filled at the same time, um, we will be having an online couple's retreat on October 24. You can just message me on Instagram. That's love. Social. Thank you so much for showing that in the corner. Or on Facebook at the social page. Um, you can just send us a message. The link is there. It's deeply slash love connected. And of course, to all the women, you can watch Nafe here on Facebook and in on Instagram. You can also watch the previous conversation. Um, I still also do online safe space for, for women. Uh, I decided to focus on the unheard stories of the women. And so you can check that out on, on Instagram. That's MWF every 5 p.m. Philippine Yay! And thank you, Lord. God is good for allowing us to share our stories and to share love today to everyone right now. Um, I know there's a lot of women out there who are thankful and also a lot of um, husbands who are also thankful um, to have treats that you are having. So guys, please go and uh, be part of the community, The Co-Show PH on Facebook. And uh, I will be there. I'll ask you about it after offline. Um, Love. So again, thank you so much. And everyone, you know what to do. Actions speak louder than words. And thank you for tuning in in this episode of In Love With Me. See you guys. Bye. Thank you, Ma. Thank you for listening. And love of me series.